So hi and welcome to Lisa Unplugged. This week we are going to be talking about the most haunted places in the UK. So grab a brew, sit by the fire and let's talk. So number one on the list is the Ancient Ram Inn. Now it's a grade two listed building and it's a former pub located in Wootton Under Edge, a small market town within the Stroud district of Gloucestershire. Now. This was built in 1145 and it's gone through several owners. The latest one was um, John Humphreys and he owned it until he died in December 2017. Now, it's supposed to have been said to have been owned by the, the St Mary's Church. Um, it's <clears throat> said to have been the monastery for the monk. Before the building construct was constructed, the site was home to a multi-millennia pagan burial ground that lies on ley lines. Now, if you're a pagan or if you understand anything to do with paganism, uh, Wiccan, Druid, Druidism, um, magic, a ley line is basically where the power comes from, where magic comes from in technical terms. Now, these ley lines trace directly back to the ancient and mysterious site of Stonehenge. Now, I'm sure you've heard all, all about Stonehenge. If you don't know what Stonehenge is, you need to go and look at it. Uh, it's a set of several big stones in this middle of a field in a circle. It's a long story. If you come across winter or summer solstice, you will pretty much guarantee you will find hundreds and hundreds of people there to watch the sunrise or the sunset. So that's number one. Now, there has been several investigations done here um people saying they don't feel right seeing apparitions i think for me unless you've seen it yourself some of it's just hearsay <clears throat> so number two is belgrave hall now it's a queen Anne style two grade listed building and it's located in the northern edge of the city of leicester now, it became famous across the world with two ghostly figures being recorded on a security camera outside the hall in 1999. Now, the building remains a big interest, obviously, for ghost hunters and <clears throat> paranormal investigations. Now, the ISPR, or the International Society for Paranormal Research, have examined the footage and decided the image was environmental in nature rather than paranormal. Mainly a falling leaf, apparently. But they went on to identify quite a few cold spots and residual forces. Also, Ghost Hunters International concluded that most likely people with reflective jackets walking around was another reason. Now, I remember this. I remember this CCTV footage. I remember it being on the news. And I was like, hmm, okay. Now, this particular place in question has been... Uh, the host of uh, TV's Most Haunted Crew, uh, Ghost Hunted International. Um, it's also had celebrity guests like Vic Reeves and his wife Nancy. Um, and they were there with the Most Haunted Crew in 2003. It also featured in the 2012 episode of Fact or Fake Paranormal Files. 
I, I don't think I've seen that footage for a long time, but I, I distinctly remember this footage and I remember the newscaster saying, oh, it's somebody in a, a high-vis jacket uh, walking around at night doing, you know, with security or whatever. Um, and, and I remember her being quite concerned. Now, number three on the list is Bodmin, Bodmin Jail, or ultimate, alternatively known as Bodmin Ghoul. It's a historical former prison situated in Bodminton on the edge of the moors in Cornwall. And it was built in 1779 and it closed in 1927. Now, a large range of the buildings fell into rack and ruin, but parts of the prison have been turned into a tourist attraction, and most recently, the largest part was converted into a hotel. Absolutely not. In 2018, a husband and wife ghost hunting duo took cameras and other ghost hunting equipment to the jail. Footage they took appeared to show a ghost thought to be William Hampton, a prisoner who was hung at the jail, as well as visual light orbs. Okay. Now, many repeat people have reported being, having the claws tugged. A uh, popular experience is that for children screaming in the lower ground floor cells. The naval area, stones have been thrown at the current owner and live bang, loud bangs have been heard in, excuse me, inside the empty jail from people outside. Now, in 2021, the jail, jail's paranormal manager, Kirsty Honey, caught an agitated woman on camera. According to Kirsty, she'd seen, been seen around the jail on numerous occasions, with guests often feeling uncomfortable when she is around. Again, as a... I'm not going to say a sceptic, but as somebody that is like, hmm, OK. Unless you're there to kind of teat yourself, which, incidentally, I'm far too scared to actually go on a ghost hunt. Paul, on the other hand, would do it. Me? Not a chance. So, that was number three. So Horton Tower is a fortified manor house two-thirds of a mile or one kilometre east of the village of Horton in Lancashire, England. And now it stands on, on the hilltop site on the highest point in the area and it takes the name from the D. Horton family, its historical owners, in the 12th century. Now, I couldn't find much more on this, but apparently it is one of the most haunted places in the UK. I'm not entirely sure why. Um, couldn't find much more information on it, but it's on the list anyway. Um, there is a couple that I couldn't really get much information on, um, but we're going to go for it anyway. Uh, number five, number five, I'm sure I just number, didn't, oh no, number four I did. The Royal Court Theatre is a theatre located on number one, Raw Street, Liverpool. The Court Theatre was opened on the 17th of October 1938 after fire destroyed its predecessor. It was rebuilt in the Art Deco style and soon become Liverpool's premier theatre. Now, there's stories of a caretaker that died here. There's stories of people walking down staircases that don't exist. Um, several spooky instances, from what I can gather, but there weren't really much specifically pinpointed information on this. Uh, number six, the Royal Air Force East Kirby, or more simply, RF. RAF East Kirby is a former Royal Air Force station near the village of East Kirby, south of Horncastle in Lincolnshire. Now, the airfield is home to the Aviation Heritage Centre Air Museum now, after it was closed, and basically there's been numerous plane crashes on the base and many young lives cut short. Now, they're said to be dark shadows, 
green lights, phantom footsteps heard and seen all around the base. Uh, murmuring voices in the control tower when there's nobody around. Um, also the intense feeling of being watched by a force unseen. And more eerily is a man in a USAF, AAF, so USAAF uniform. And basically people are terrified about, terrified of this person because he walks across the airfield and into the control tower. As far as I can tell, there's been no footage from, of this person. It's just what people see. Uh, you are renowned of seeing things outside of the corner of your eye and you absolutely 100% believe that it's it's something it's not or it is something that you understand. Um, this is obviously one of them things. So, number seven is the British Museum. Now, it's a public museum dedicated to human art, history and culture. Now, obviously, it's located in London and it's a per it has per permanent collections of 8 million works um, and it's one of the largest in the world. Um, it documents the story of human culture from its beginning to present. It, the British Museum was the first public national museum to cover all fields of knowledge. Now, a gentleman called Phil Harvey, who worked for almost 30 years as a guide in the museum, remembers one specific uh, issue that he had. Now, he knew the galleries, all 94 of them, by the back of his hand. And one particular occasion um, in the early 90s, uh, during the visit of Prince Charles <clears throat> and then the Egyptian president, Hosan Moosbeek, um, he was asked to prepare the gallery before the dignitaries arrived, which is standard practice. Now, he remembers entering the room and finding it as cold as a freezer. Now, the best part about this was, it was the ancient Egyptian gallery. Now, he said when he went in, he could actually see his breath. Um, now, the other thing that he found is a foul smell to the point where it turned his stomach. But this wasn't a one-off incident. This had happened several times, and he'd had the exact same thing. Now, the temperature, obviously, was frigid. Um, he could see his breath. What made it better or worse is when one of his colleagues came in to help him, the room went back to normal temperature and the foul smell disappeared. Now, over the years, there's been dozens of reports about this. Both, both museum staff and visitors have all claimed to feel the coldness, footsteps, hearing voices, uh, feeling uh, sick, foul smell. The thing is, you've got to remember this is a museum. Not only does it have artefacts, it has human remains. So if you are a believer in your human remains, uh, your soul can reside from them, human remains, then for me, you are going to find that you will get human remains and you will get the soul of that person or residual energy from them. Um, there's a story I remember years ago about a statue and this, the long story short, this statue was haunted and anybody that held this statue or kept this statue in their, in their presence or in their home was very, very poorly. Um, to the point where they were sick in bed for days and the statue had um, nails in the eye sockets we're not sure why the owners eventually took it out to where it was found uh, and did a rectifying ceremony let's say and took each nail out with a positive intention that you know they, they meant no harm to this statue and after that they buried the statue in the area that they, it actually came from 
um, as a ritual that, you know, nobody would ever find it again, nobody ever would ever make it, it would never make them ill again. Um, so for me, objects can hold uh, residual energy. I remember an episode of um, Ghost Hunters years ago uh, with um, Jason Hawes and Grant Wilson, and they were at the um, Titanic Museum in, I think it was New York, and they were training cameras on Grant, who was sat cross-legged on the floor, and in front of him, in front of him was a glass cabinet that had some of the artefacts from people that died on the Titanic. And as he went to get up, you watched his shoulder drop as if somebody pushed him back down. And afterwards, when they were talking to him and asked him what had happened, that was exactly what he described, as if somebody put their hand down and pushed him back to the ground. And he, he felt an overwhelming uh, sense of sadness, which I expected that. So for me, th there is residual energy in anything. Um, especially artefacts from something such as the Titanic, um, should they have brought, this is another subject, should they have brought any of the artefacts up? Yes, because I think we needed to learn about it. Should they have made a carbon copy of them artefacts and kept them and put the originals back? Absolutely. It's a gravesite for thousands of people. It, you know, they shouldn't remove anything as far as I'm concerned, but that's just me. Anyway, next is the Glass Hayes House. Now, it's an historical country home in Lyndhurst in the New Forest, Hampshire. Used, uh, used in the 20th century as Grand Hotel, then the Lyndhurst Park Hotel exists today in the form of a 1912 redesign by Arthur Conan Doyle. The building estate was purchased in 2014 by a developer who sought to demolish it. Demolish it? Okay, and an application went in for a hotel um, that year. Mm, that's nice of him. In 2017, an application to have the hotel listed may advert... Oh, right, okay. So the application went in to demolish it and it got denied. Then an application went in to have the hotel listed. So why did the developer change his mind? Now, according to, according to local tradition, the building is haunted by a number of ghosts known as the Ghosts of Glasshairs. The most significant is that of Richard Fitzgeorge de Stupol. De Stupol? The first de Stupol sightings have been reported by builders working on the extensions to the site. What else have we got? Let's see what else I wrote down. Every year on the... Ah, right, okay. Every year on the night of Stupol's death, 7th of July, strange music can be heard from certain rooms. And folklore has it that this is a grand ball that the, that Stupol holds annually for his death, for the dead. During the 1912 excavation, workers on the site added seven glass devil squares over the entrance, each one signifying a separate ghost sighting during construction. Other ghost sightings have included Mrs. Buck, whom Glasshair, for whom Glasshairs was built, and a chambermaid who, according to legend, hung herself after an affair with the cook. So number nine on the list is Hearst Castle. Now, it's an artillery fort established by Henry VIII on Hearst Spit in Hampshire, England, between the years of 1541 and 1544. Now, it formed part of the King's Defence Force Coastal protection program, but that's a mouthful, against invasion from France and the Holy Roman Empire, and defended the west entrance to the Solent Warways, waterways, sorry. 
Now, the early castle had a central keep and three garrisons. I don't know what that was all about. Um, now, there's been, again, this is literally a castle sat on the edge of a cliff, overlooking the water for obvious reasons. Now, Hurst was held by Parliament and used briefly to, to detain King Charles I before his execution. It's obviously been used by smugglers and squatters, and unfortunately, it's now in disrepair. I couldn't get any more information on why it's supposed to be haunted, but I'm guessing, you know, the fact that we have uh, shipwrecks off the coast and um, smugglers tells me that would have something to do with it. And, num and last is Corn Abbey. Now, it's a hotel which was developed from a historical grid one listed building and former country house. It's located in Cornfields in the borough of Rugby uh, in War Warwickshire, Warwickshire. The house house's original grounds are now a country park known as Corn Country Park and run by Coventry City's Council. Uh, with many reports of paranormal ongoings throughout the year, no more than the hooded monk, believed to be the ghost of Abbot Geoffrey, who was brutally murdered, his cloak figure can be seen wandering around the castle grounds, and it is and it is he who people believe to be the culprit behind the Portugal's activity in the kitchens. Perhaps he's angry that his murderer was never found. Another report is that a young green eyed girl known as Matilda, she was stable she was a stable hand who won the eye of a master of the house, however, becoming pregnant by him, he refused to accept to be the father. Matilda later gave birth to a stillborn and then laid down on a laid down a curse on the house for any young children that is born, claiming that they will die young under terrible circumstances, and it seems that curse somehow was true, with many of the young children in the Craven family dying throughout the years. Yeah, let's not play with that. Uh, other reports include the sighting of a horseman riding near the lodge house and a woman in Victoria dress riding a bike on the road outside the hotel. So that was 10. We've, we've gone through 10. I only know of a few of them. Some of them I don't know anything about um, at all. I know about, the, obviously, the castle on the waterway. I also know about the um, ancient ramming. Uh, I've seen ghost hunts done there and stuff like that. We do have another part to this, but this is uh, haunted places throughout the world. Um, and some of these are a bit like me. So, thank you for listening. Stay tuned. I'll be back with, I think we've got more hauntings. We've got UFOs. I forgot what else we've got. I've got truckloads of them. So I'm trying to record them all the best I can. So have a wonderful day. See you again soon. Bye for now.